Hello, hello, and welcome to Big Gay Nerds. We're back again with Blades in the Dark. I'm Saturn, they, them, your GM for this session, and we're going to do our introductions this time in reverse alphabetical order, oh. which, which though is still going to start with <laughs> Owen because I don't want to, because of the Discord name, and also I just don't feel like doing the trying to remember where O is relative to L and S. I think it's in the middle. But it's fine. Yes, yes, it is. O M O S. Okay, um, well, I'm Owen, uh, founder and director of Big Gay Nerds, and I also manage our social media pages, and I play uh, Blondie the Cutter, who got traumatized uh, last session, so <laughs> there's that. Understandable. Having a hard time. <laughs> he had to do a really difficult thing, you guys, and I would just appreciate if we're all here for Blondie in this trying time in his life when he tragically loses an ex to murder. Um, <laughs> it's a murder that he did. Shh, it's fine. Uh, next up, speaking of, is Sarah. Hey, I'm Sarah. She, her. Um, I play Arden, who is not trauma. Actually, who came out of this last score looking pretty rosy. Um, I think he just had like a, a single level one harm. A single level one harm, yeah. So I'm doing pretty good. Um, I also have another podcast where I talk about video games and stuff with my best friend called The Gorge. You should come check us out. Thanks. Damn, that one's pretty good. I think I've been on it. You, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we might have had people from here on that. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Uh, next up is Levi. Hello, I'm uh, Levi. I guess I'll go they, them. I play Kristoff uh, Skora, uh, codenamed Flint the Leech, who is having a lot of trouble. Uh, he's not traumatized, but he's extremely stressed out. And also, he got uh, burnt and stabbed. And uh, oh, stabbed again! Yes, <laughs> had some had some stabbed blood turned to a knife. Two and, of them, and I got a hole hurt. in his There's hand. Some mist. Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, worse off than Blondie because Blondie at least took the trauma yeah. and now is stress free. <laughs> But now I have still... to actually deal with my problems. I can't just yeah. be traumatized. You're still sitting at eight of nine, which is not yeah. great. And last but certainly not least, we got Fern. Hey, it's Fern. He, him today. And, um, Hot. Hot day. <laughs> exciting. <laughs> um, and uh, I play Ira, whose pronouns are still they, them. And uh, Ira's doing okay. Ira's... <laughs> I Ira already got stabbed in the back quite literally the time before and got traumatized before so considering all now. the violent explosive deaths that that they witnessed last time they're actually you know keeping it together pretty well <laughs> yeah which <is> good. <laughs> so let me open my notes last time as we've established the crew survived <laughs> yay <laughs> god somehow i was i was really there like, was for a real moment. sweating it a few points, y'all. Like there, there was, there, there, I will admit, during prep, I was worried. Like, uh oh, I don't want, I don't want to kill them right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, hopefully avoid it, and luckily we did. Um, so the crew survived. The ambush at Frog's Fineries is only some hours and a tenuous sleep behind you. Blondie knows when and where to find Adelaide. Two weeks from now, on the next train outbound for Tycheros. And that short two weeks between you and Revenge feels like it could last forever. In the basement of the Burning Tiger, a motley, a motley crew is loitering. Blondie, Flint, and Silver, who are targets of Imperial assassination, are recuperating from the recent attempt on their lives. Pebbles, not quite here yet, having went home to Lizette in accordance with the promise she made about not doing any more crime, 
um, but then did some crime, and I guess is hopefully playing it off well. Um, <laughs> Cobb, right now, is preparing for the day's business, while Red Jackie, who's preparing to go do her business, is also in an uncharacteristically soft kind of mood, chatting with Ada, the hoodlum that you, uh, I guess, adopted, technically, <laughs> uh, about some paperback comic drivel about youths with unusual superpowers that they apparently both read. <laughs> Good, and good, Amaranth good. is going over her notes. Everything you've told her so far about what happened yesterday. And she leads off, so all, all that, and we're still not any closer to getting one over on Adelaide? Uh, well, perhaps one closer. It just it turns out that it takes a lot more than one. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I mean, we I, know... So far, I, so, so far, you have not actually mentioned... I should say. You you are right now the only person who knows what, what Mercy told you. Oh, right. Okay, so before... Yeah, you're in a real talkative mood when you're leaving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, so before... And then he just, like, goes quiet for, like, too long and says, <laughs> Before that, Mercy <laughs> told me that Adelaide was, uh... Well, they were looking for her, and that she was actually, she has a train ticket to Tykeros in two weeks. Tykeros? And then she, like, kind of seems to do some brain math, like, no, yeah, okay, that tracks. That train usually goes on the first of the month, and that would line up about. Okay, so we know she's going there. I guess that they, hmm. I mean, I guess if we know she's going to be there, you don't really need to chase her, right? Um, well, I suppose if she can't leave before then, then, uh, yeah, we can focus on not getting chased ourselves. We can focus on this train. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it seems like a good idea. The train's going to be tricky. You need, like... I mean, obviously, you need, you'd probably need a boarding pass, ideally, but those are really expensive for Tykeros. Um, so she starts thinking, thinking a lot like, about like, trains. <laughs> train. Yeah. She's like, I guess he could maybe steal tickets if he knew someone was going, or maybe just sneak on. I don't know. I guess we got time to figure that out, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to believe, I'm also by the way. To... <laughs> Sorry. What's that? I want to believe, just because, like, I know that, like, Flint and Blondie are in such a state. They're sitting around having this conversation just wrapped in bandages. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Blondie is still, still has three harms, so, like, people have to help him walk around. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just great. He's just, like, probably stretched out in an armchair, just staring at the ceiling, talking about, yeah. like, what the next step is, which is just an excellent mental image. Flint is alternating between drinking vodka and, like, pouring it on <laughs> <laughs> so she's uh, Amaranth is continuing to go over her now she's like so uh, so Flint you mentioned you'd got some Arden gave you some letters she got off one of the the bodies right oh um, yes uh, some of it is a little complicated language for me it might be a poem sort of business 
Okay. So you're talking about the uh, less letter that yeah, the letter the, the assassin to the assassins. The, I say that the the cold open from last episode. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, sorry. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's a good question. Are we still going to be assassinated? How many assassins are there left? They say that reinforcements will be sent, right? Uh, yes. I mean, I don't, it, 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 she's just kind of like, I mean, probably, I don't know. I don't really know anything about about them, you know. they. I thought they were cool with us. They sent us some money to do a job for them once, and mm. they're trying to kill us. Well, I don't think that being cool with us is actually... Okay, so it's it just entirely comes down to that they were paid to do it. I guess that's true. You said there was some... Uh, uh, do, do you actually have the letter? I forgot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or we should probably. Yeah, I yeah. think I passed it off to to Flint. Okay. So I'm sure I, Flint I think, has it. Yeah, I think at some point she paws it off from Flint. She's looking over. Like, yeah, Flint will, Flint will give it to her. She's like, she's like, what? Why the hell do you want the Sunstone though? Or excuse me, the Sun Shard. Phil, it's you know what? I got to admit, I didn't give it a lot of thought back then, but it's probably magical or something. Yeah, why would anybody want Sun Shard? It's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's rock. Like we we stole it because someone paid us to steal it. I mean, yeah, it's just a big rock. I'm noticing a theme. <laughs> People do things because they are paid to. <laughs> Inter- interesting. You live in a society, <laughs> and yeah. <yes. laughs> okay. Um. So. So. Hold on, let me think here. Because the other thing I wanted to get to is last time you all rolled entanglements, mm-hmm. and the one that you decide that you rolled and then decided on was demonic offering yes. or demonic notice specifically. Right. And oh, I know what it is. Okay, so you, so you collectively going like, huh? Sun shard. Wonder what that's about. Uh, you hear a very familiar sort of telepathic voice go. Oh, if only someone knew anything about the rock. Oh, God damn it! If he told you, <laughs> don't do that. Who? Who's that? Oh, there's a. We have a demon in a rock. You have a what? It's. It was a whole business. Um. <laughs> and he tries to like tempt us with things, and um. It, it just seems like it's more trouble than it's worse. Hmm, what kind more of More trouble than it's worth. I see. <laughs> the Emperor's paying millions and millions and imperial pardons and more money than God could buy. And, and houses. And houses. Yes, correct. Thank you. <laughs> and it's more trouble than it would be worth to at least know what any of this is about, right? Maybe we get rid of Rock. And they don't have to kill us. No, nobody. Well, if All we right. can, it seems like their primary order is assassination. No, yes, I'm just extremely tired of being stabbed. <laughs> well, maybe once we have it, we can do a little negotiating. Okay. Maybe we can get the millions and the houses. I see. You guys have a demon. <laughs> It, uh, we don't like to talk about it for this reason. Why? 
Why Hello, was... Ira. It says, never having been introduced to you. Hello. <laughs> May I know your name? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. To be in the room right now. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> I'm only being polite. It's polite conversation. <laughs> trying to think how to... I mean, you have made a good pitch. Um, if Ira is in, tr- if yeah, if Ira one of us definitely. Needs to accept this. I am very, very. Oh, I was say, well, the thing with okay, so the thing with demonic notice to do thing is either a you lay low until it ignores you, which is basically you <laughs> you Impossible. forfeit reputation, uh, which I don't really know how it would work in this scenario. We figure something out, and it's either a you go along with what it wants, or b you find some other way to deal with it. If you need someone to in character, like. 100% talk to this demon. Ira is so down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what does this demon want? Let's find out. Oh, um, I guess you can all just wonder about what it is the magical rock does while I sit here gathering dust. Where is uh, gathering dust? What is this? You, uh, you see, uh, over on, like, a mantle or something, there's, like, a little blue uh, rosebud-looking rock. You wouldn't actually know... You, I, I, I don't think would actually know what roses are, because plants are mostly extinct. Um, I might know it from, like, viewer, patterns on, the, on, on like, yeah. brocades. Yeah, it's like a little rosebud. And it's sitting in a silver plate that also no one ever gave it or put there or knows where it came from, but it appeared at some point. <laughs> Our demon buddy wants to at least sit on something pretty. Yeah. Like and it rattles color. a bit, and it's like... Ah, okay. I guess you can just continue to fumble in the dark, or whatever it is you plan to do. So what exactly do you know? Uh, uh, Is it because you are a rock also? I am not... Everyone in the room can feel like a radiating sense of paternal disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Ira, the rock is a lens. I know, I know because because it is my business to know everything and anything anything yes anything hmm see this is why we don't talk to him Uh, (laughs) why wouldn't you talk to him he knows everything demon but the demon (laughs) yes he'll tell us us things to have us do well, I was going to say bad things, but I guess the worst thing? Well, what? <laughs> have you actually heard any of his offers? You know, I think he did at one point, but I forget. Yeah, I also forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember... Okay, I actually... I, I remember that you were given a free one at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't actually remember if the Blue Rose has ever made you an offer, because you've all been very keen not to interact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is bad news, man. Yeah. It So hypothetically, sir, them <laughs> how uh, what would be an equivalent exchange for the information about this sunstone? Hmm. Hypothetically. I can tell you- 
I can tell you a few things. I'm not agreeing to anything yet. My price would be as follows. First, I know you are planning to board a train in about two weeks Mm -hmm. to chase some petty revenge and that the Sunstone will also be present. Excuse me, the Sun Shard will also be present. The first term is that you will bring me with you. Mm. The second is that you will bring Thalia as well. Mm. Oh. Well, uh, Thalia's... Why? Thalia oh, could be if, proved if you useful. Want to know, if you want to know why, that will cost a lot more. <laughs> oh, oh, great. See, this is why we don't generally talk to him. We don't need... It, it, the reasons are not necessary. <laughs> they <laughs> are have to extremely do... concerning. Do you... Hmm. Yes, this does sound Are very Are you getting spooky, a little stir-crazy it... in there? Is that what's up? I will remind you, since I suppose you didn't meet me, before uh, these kind folks rescued me, I was locked in a box for several hundred years, and I have been locked in a slightly larger box in the intervening months since. Ah. Well, we could let him out of box, I Understood. That makes sense. So, would we... Would you come back with us? Presumably. Alright, mm-hmm. so you just need to be in someone's pocket for the for the train train ride, or would you want... Something like that. That's not that hard. I'm aware. I'm looking at everyone else. Flint like shakes his head. He's like, "This is this is probably a trick. It's a bad idea. It is, it is probably a trick and a bad idea." But should we also, ask Thalia first? That that sounds like a good idea. Thalia can say no to coming on the train ride. We can't promise her being on the train ride right now. You understand? But so thank you for giving point. setting your terms. I understand. Okay. In that case, you may ask me again whenever she is here to make her to to <coughs> excuse me to decide for herself. Very and well. With that, with that, I will consider that uh, shelved for the time being, and we can move <laughs> on to regular downtime. I'm right. going to do things a little differently this to keep the pacing kind of even Stevens, let's mm-hmm. say. So instead of having it do one person and then do all of your downtime stuff all at once. What I'm going to have y'all do is uh, we're actually going to do your first action and then we're going to wait for the second turn to do either, to do a second and or any additional actions you want to do. Okay, okay. that makes sense. I, fig- I figured that'll we'll help keep things a little, a little more uh, balanced. So, okay. uh, with the uh, week ahead of you as you try to uh, A, recover from your various stressors and injuries, and B, figure out what you're going to do to prepare for your train heist vis-a-vis, you know, securing an entrance route or something along those lines. Uh, let's start with Blondie. Yeah, I was going to say, because my issues are the <laughs> most immediate and material. I need to unpoison my damn nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are currently sitting at a maximized uh, actual pool of damage. Yep. Uh, luckily, unlike unlike your pal Flint, you do not have stress right now, so that's something right. you don't have to worry about. Do you? But yeah. So are you're all going of to your presume... harm boxes full? I mean, not all of them, all of them, because I think that means you die. But, I mean, like, you've got harm 
and every level, right? Yes, yes, oh, I do. Oh god, that's so I bad. Think, I, by by the looks of it, Blondie <clears throat> is missing a single uh, a single yeah. level. Oh, Blondie, you really came close, buddy. Uh, yep. So I am going to do <laughs> regular healing, and so and so I get um, three dice for that because of Flint. Flint will be helping. Yeah, Flint, yes. and because of my own like quick healing ability. Yeah, and I was going to say, as always, uh, if you spend a coin with any of these rolls, you'll increase. I'll let you increase a tier of success for free. Okay, then. Um, I rolled a five, and I'm just going to go ahead and mark a coin to bump that up to a six. All right. Uh, fill your clock, and then one extra, because you have the start thing. And all your current harms get bumped down one. So both okay, are level then. one harms are gone. Uh, burning cut gets degraded to a level one, and that's like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, uh Stinging cut, I guess, <laughs> and and the nerve poison uh, gets downgraded to a level two, which we can call nerve pain. Uh, nerve pain, or just neuropathy. neuropathy. Okay. Like you got you got like the weird kind of itchy feeling in your hands and legs yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Nasty. Like it's not it's not like as distracting as it was before, but it's still pretty. Like you feel like your hands and legs are asleep all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that. Um, maybe I will go in for a second one because I do not have um, much else to do. But first, have some time to figure. It. Yeah, you'll have some time to figure it out. Next yeah. off, we're going to do the, I guess, the reasonable follow up. And hey, Flint, what you up to? Uh, yeah, same thing. I'm gonna focus on my like uh my harm situation first. Sounds good. Okay, same deal as always. You roll to heal with whatever you would roll to heal with. Uh, you get your plus one D because of your physiker. And if you want to, you can spend a coin to uh, increase the tier of the effect. Yeah, I will absolutely spend that coin. Oh, oh you so don't need to. Oh, well, here's a, so you can, and what I would say is... That, so normally if you increase the tier, it would become a critical success, which just fills a clock even more. <clears throat> Um, okay. I would be willing to say that if you spent the coin there for a critical success, that you could just call it two full heals. That works for me, honestly. Like, because that would take you down to like nothing, and I think like I take a trip to the pharmacy. Here, I say yeah. there's not like going to be a whole lot of downtimes left, and I don't want to stick <laughs> you with a bunch of stuff that's going to make you that's uh, going to make future heists too too difficult. Yeah, finally get rid of that vampire curse oh too. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he finally had enough other pains that it's uh, that it was uh, kind of pushed out. Um, I've paid my karmic debt for shooting a vampire. Exactly. Uh, Next up, Ira, or I guess Silver, since I've been using code names. Uh, What are you going to do with your first downtime? I am not sure because I do have two level one harms, which I could try to heal. Um, but. How's your stress situation? Uh, my stress is at one. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Now, now, what I will say is your stress being at one. Unfortunately, because your stress is at one, it makes it ill-advised to recover stress. <laughs> However, if you don't recover stress, you will passively gain stress because of your traumas. Mm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. However, there is... Oh, also, which is... Oh, wait, no, it's not relevant for Blondie, because since you just got traumatized, your stress, is, your vice is considered uh, sated for now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I yeah. I am cool, calm, and collected. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, healing seems reasonable. You could also train uh, an XP sheet. You could work on a downtime project, which I think there was... I think it's basically just the one that we had was that uh, Flint wanted to investigate Sweetwinter. Yeah, that's seeming fairly... Uh... I don't know, not as important to our actual goals right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's not much... Uh, and then there's also, like, secure an asset, um, do other kinds yeah. of downtime stuff that are in you know, advance of things. Secure yeah, asset I could think, be train tickets. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, I, I, um, since I'm not sure if I want to <coughs> indulge my vice or heal right now, I'll start out with, I will see if I can secure an asset. Um, either, like, a friend at the train station, or... Um, that can give us like a heavy discount or <laughs> um or, or like like i don't know sleep with someone who has train tickets you know <laughs> like you do. You know All right, so let's, yeah like so just hang around reckless. the train station and see what happens you know Good. I'm. I well. Man. I'm gonna go to the train station and see if I get laid. No, please. We can talk about this. Like you do. So, with the acquire an asset, you acquire temporary use of an asset. Roll the cruise tier, which I think just means you'd roll a dice. Mm-hmm. The result indicates the quality of the asset. Okay. And so you're just gonna roll one dice. One dice. I believe. And I can just type this into. The or just do a fortune dice roll. Yeah, fortune roll will do. Yeah, it. fortune yeah. works. One, ah, a two. I couldn't okay. spend a uh, spend a coin or something to 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 get that. Uh, yes, you could. You may spend the coin to bump this result beyond uh, exceptional slash higher quality tiers, but it costs two coin per level to do so. Oh, I would have to take mm. that from my stash. Hmm. So you can either. I'm go- the asset's going to work a bit differently because the tier stuff is kind of vague. So basically what I'm I'm kind of treating this almost like not exactly like a long-term project, but basically for the acquire assets it's going to be the amount of people that you can actually get in. Oh. Okay. That makes sense. So what I'll say is, if you stick with your current thing, you would have been able to secure passage for one person. Honestly, one person can hold the door open, so yeah. like that's fine. I'm that's that works for me. Okay. And obviously, everyone else can also do acquire assets to get more people in if they want to. Mm. But True. That's what I'm going to call it for now. Mm. Is if you leave this unadjusted, you will get passage for one person. Okay, I can take that. Um, and I'm gonna say that I like wine and dined a f- a, a person that works at, like a like a flight attendant, but for trains. <laughs> A train attendant. <laughs> a ground attendant. Yeah, cool. Actually, no. I'll say that's the asset for you specifically is train contact. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to make a note of that because I feel like it would be very funny uh, for that to come up. Yeah, for it to be like, oh, hey, honey, oh, oh, oh your friends, okay. You have a bunch of very yeah. scary friends. All right. Now, uh, next up is. Arden. Yeah. Yeah, Arden. Hey. <laughs> so, you uh, did not make it to the morning meeting, obviously, because you are trying to keep things uh, low-key sure. a little bit. Uh, 
You, oh, thank God I didn't know. get too hurt. Oh, my God. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. I just was um, thinking about that. I, so, to reestablish a bit, uh, one of your one of the promises you had to make to your very loving, uh, completely innocent girlfriend, uh, Lizette Dalmore, <laughs> is that when she agreed to, you know, put you up and get you taken care of, despite mm-hmm. your on and off again situation, that you were going to swear off the thieving life. Sure. Yeah. And, uh... You did promise that. I did. And then you got better, and not even a day later. <laughs> you were that one, you're that one uh, Facebook shit post of Bugs Bunny in a suit holding a gun. Lord forgive me, but I'm going back to the old me. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Uh. That is a lens through which I've never considered any of our characters before. <laughs> what, yeah. what deep fried memes are we? Yeah. <laughs> so luckily for you uh because you got so few harm my image that i kind of had was that like you were just like being domestic and like while Lizette wasn't looking like uh-oh i was cooking and i dropped the knife and oh gosh i got this bad cut on my thigh but i'll be okay i'll be fine good thing i wasn't out doing crimes <laughs> i'm so clumsy now i'm definitely not in a position to do crimes. i haven't done crimes in so long that i forgot how to hold a knife she says after <laughs> Ezio killing somebody like literally 24 hours previously yeah so so that's how you've been going and how i think what i feel like happens here is maybe you went out to go get something for lizette what was it um some kind of like spell component or like some like old thing you know because they do they love to do the the ghost rituals um right you so got them, Arden you got them some components. was sent out to like find like a specific book maybe gotcha so i think you you spend like you know the better part of, of a day mm-hmm. probably like going around bookshops in town eventually you find it and it's not it's not that big of a deal like it's it's a fairly inexpensive book actually it's just like kind of there's a, there's not that many copies of it right um and you get back to lizette's place which if i recall correct me if i'm wrong i believe you mentioned that she lives in the sort of pet or the not the attic but like the top floor apartment of like a cat house basically yes. that is the cover for her witch coven yes i know that's where arden used to live mm-hmm. arden lived there with her i yeah. think okay right yeah it's been so long we're never consistent around here we're just gonna roll with it y'all it's okay <laughs> yeah, y'all I, I apologize we've been very on and off about this whole game for like the last like what three years yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fine it, it's a bit um but so you get back with the book and uh you go to open the door to the cat house and it's locked mm. hmm. and there's no lights on inside well that's bad uh, that's deeply concerning. Um, okay, Arden. Let's see. Let's say there's a, uh, there's probably a, a fire escape of some kind, you know? Um. Yeah. So Arden is gonna, run, like, go around back and, cause, like, already kind of getting, like, a bad feeling, Arden just jumps up onto the fire escape and starts heading up the steps that way. Um, sure. Yeah. You go up the fire escape to the, uh, the like, third floor, I guess, fourth mm-hmm. floor kind of little uh, penthouse thing that Lizette stays in, and you get to the window, and it, ha- and it has been blocked by, like, a furniture item. Mm. Like, there is a dresser in front of it right now. Mm. 
Okay. Um, shit. This is increasingly worse. Um, so, yeah. Gonna keep heading up to the roof, because there's probably sea rooftop access, and then from there, we'll go from there. I mean, you know, if we gotta break a window, we gotta break a window. Or it's not afraid of that. Yeah. Um, so you go up to the roof, and there is a roof access, like you mentioned, and leaning on the closed door is Roslyn, who is smoking some kind of cigarette. Great. Just sort of blithely. Great. <laughs> great. Just great. Um, Pardon. Roslyn, it's been so long. It certainly has been. How have you been doing? Well... I was sent on an errand from my darling Lisette, whose apartment I can no longer seem to gain access to. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Oh, I think, Lisette, she's she's very cross with you. If there is Apparently a single scratch the... on her... Oh, Arden, I wouldn't. One of us, at least, has a sense of honor. And doesn't like to put each other's partners into mortal danger. Honor. She does. She does not say anything about Thalia, um, but she just kind of laughs and rolls her eyes and drops the bag that's holding the book. Um, honor is a funny way to phrase being murder for hire for nobles, my dearest brother. Ah, uh, is that how you think of it? Well, at least I'm not the one who's, you know, going and getting people's wives to stand in for their criminal enterprises, putting them in all kinds of untoward mortal dangers. Of course, you wouldn't know anything about that, would you? You you think that I forced her hand? Is that what this is? Oh, I don't think you had to force anything. I mean, you know as well as I do that she'd do just about anything for you. <laughs> but that's a line you didn't have to cross. And yet, and he puts out his cigarette on the wall, you did. So I took the liberty to, you know, since we're going to be involving each other's partners and things beyond their reckoning, went ahead and let her know about what you've been up to. Oh, I see. So you've come all this way just to disrupt my relationship? Or he is there something at, else he, he going on, Rosalind? He smiles at that like, oh no, I, I'm just trying to make sure that everyone has closure. Closure. So Rosalind, you're a man with your ear to the ground. Did you really come all this way out here just to tell Lisette about my criminal enterprises or are you also gunning for a imperial pat on the head? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, I think you do. <laughs> do you want to like check that or something? Yeah. Do you want... <laughs> um, how would Damn. I 
How would I? Um, yeah. <laughs> Get, let, let's give the, the drama a moment to breathe of a dice roll. Just a popcorn break. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, actually, let's actually say it's. Let's uh, do. Um, mm, hold on. What'd be good here? Oh, uh, survey actually could maybe count because sense trouble before it happens. That sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah that seems that seems reasonable. Yeah, give me a survey. Let's call it desperate standard. (laughs) (laughs) Give you some experience points for that roll. That's definitely about right. Uh, Survey. Desperate. Standard. Um, I only have the one. Let me think. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm gonna take two stress to bump that. Okay. And it's still oh, a one no. and a two, motherfucker. Oh, oh no! Stress, um, stress for nothing. I'm trying to think if there's a devil's bargain I could offer you. Mm. I'm terrified of any devil's bargain in this fucking scenario. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I'm not sure. Because I have to also think about what the consequences for this would be, too, while I'm considering what a devil's bargain would be. Mm. I will give you... Oh, let's make this purely mechanical, then, if okay. you want. If you will take the devil's bargain. I will give you one extra dice for this roll now, but whatever you roll next, you're going to lose one. Oh. Oh. I'll take that. Pa- paying it backward, I guess. So, yeah. Okay, you're going to take that. Go ahead and roll me an extra. Okay. Four. Hey, that's better. That's better. So... A mixed success. Uh, so you ask your dear sweet brother if he's, you know, out to get some imperial hit on you or something of that nature. And as you ask, it's when you notice that he is as he would usually be. This isn't unusual for him, but you didn't really notice it until now. He does have his sword on his belt. Yeah, he does. And as you go for whatever your weapon is, he says, I don't need any, any What's what do you here? He says, "I'm. I heard you have a, a price tag on the neck of yours, and well, I don't need any motivation like that." And he draws the weapon and says, "I'm just here to reclaim my family's honor." Now, honor. Okay. And he, uh, he actually is just holding the sword very passively, like it's kind of down by his waist. He says, "I will wait for you to draw yours." Well. You know, I've never been able to pass up the opportunity to bash that smug fucking look of yours in. And she immediately draws hers as well. All right. It's time to start. Let's call it a race clock. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not going to worry too much about the actual harm being exchanged here, but here's how it happens. There are two separate four clocks. I'm going to tag one as Rosalind. And one as Arden. I have put it here in the Roll20 chat. Mm-hmm. The way race clocks win is the first one to fill up wins. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay. So Arden, Rosalind takes stance. And by though no words are exchanged, a duel has commenced. Okay. Arden, your opening move. Uh, as we discussed off air briefly. Um, so the way this is going to work, at least for if you are to want to use any items or anything like that. Is that A, you are restricted to a light load, 
uh, and without the normal bonus you'd get from your crew, so it'd be three items of mm-hmm. whatever kind, and B, it would not be anything that you wouldn't have on you normally. Cool. I think living in Duskfall, it's to be expected that you might have, you know, some self-defense or maybe a utility here or two, but you wouldn't have anything super weird cool. in all likelihood. Okay. Um, then Arden's opening move is the first thing she does is just chuck a, a throwing knife at Roslyn. <laughs> like I am not surprised. Immediately drops one out of, like, uh, the way she has it stored up a sleeve, just kind of, like, flicks her wrist and then uh, tosses it his way as fast as she can to get that first opening blow in. All right, cool. We're going to call this Desperate Standard and roll me a skirmish. Sure. Standard. They're going to be making some experience off of this. Uh, one and a three, so... Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. The rules are not in my favor for this, and that does not Oh, vote. and you know what? You and... should have taken minus one off of that anyway, oh, yeah. so you would have only gotten, gotten the one. one. Yep. Not that it matters, well, but... Yeah. It does, it, like, if one and a three is the same result, but... Yeah. Well, you've at least, you've at least, uh, uh taken care of that part of it. Right. Now... Uh, for the f- complete failure on a desperate standard roll, uh, let me look here real quick because I'm not doing harm, and you're already in the worst position. Um, so what happens is you toss your knife, and immediate and Rosalind like effortlessly and coolly just sort of like does a riposte with the sword and smacks it off to the side. Yeah. He's like, "Really, you're opening with that now?" And he uh, manages to uh, get a step forward while you're going, while you're, I presumably going for your blade, yeah. I would say, mm-hmm. and manages to get a shallow slash in. Okay. And you, his, the Roslyn clock is now at one of four. Okay. Uh, yeah, one of four. These are all going to be desperate, so. Yeah, I bet. Um, then, yeah, uh, attempt to parry and then... You know, he makes the cut, and Arden, it's a small slash. Arden can shrug that off. Um, yeah, And then a goes deal. for, like, a, a stab. I mean, these two have been sword fighting each other for, like, however old we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the balance here is, A, you know all of his moves. B, he knows all your moves. Right. Um, so instead, Arden shrugs off the blow, and then... Stabs forward after drawing her blade. Cool. Same as before. Same. Skirmish. Yeah. That's for standard. I feel like it's just going to be. I'll say, unless you try and do something, it's not just like, I'm going to get out a knife and attack. Most of these are going to be skirmish. Okay. I might try. Well, there's a five. Oh, a mixed success on Desperate. So you go in. Uh, he's relatively ready for it, but still, like, has issue. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'll say is mixed success... Um, for Desperate Standard, I'll say that, okay, so he's going to, like, I think he he gets another Shadow Slash in on you while you're doing the exchange. Um, what I'm going to say here is, is I'm actually going to let you choose, um, either, A, it's a good cut on your part, and you actually take two as well, so you're matched, or B, you only take the one but your next move is going to have greater effect. Next move is going to have greater effect. All right, so we're at R2 and A1. Okay. Is the progress on the race clock. So you have this brief kind of 
a flurry exchange. He takes a step back. He's got, like, a fairly shallow cut on the left chest, and you've noticed that he managed to get, like, one of your forearms a bit in the in the scuffle, and there's a, some breathing room between you for a moment. Okay. Um, I changed my mind. This is not all going to be uh, prowl or skirmish <laughs> rolls, because I thought... Uh, what Arden is still g- is going to do instead is uh, try to faint out of the way of a blow, like actually mm. look like she's just going to let him get one in, and then actually try to take the sword out of his hand. Oh, okay. Mm. What are you thinking that's going to be? That's a finesse, because it's employ subtle misdirection or sleight of hand. Um, I agree. That's going yeah. to be a... That's going to be a desperate great finesse, since you took the trade-off last time. Five again. There's a mix in there, so let's see. It's a great effect, though. Mm -hmm. So, what happens is, you kind of, like, lunge in a way that makes it look like you're going for another kind of aggressive stab, and he readies to, like, attack you in the same way. Um, But you actually... Uh, very quickly, I think, uh, pocket, like, palm the knife beforehand and just go to grab the sword off your hand. Yeah. Just straight up. Yeah, just grab and it. So, I want to say, since it's a mixed success, the consequence here is he still gets one because you just grab the sword by the blade, basically. Mm-hmm. And your hand gets pretty badly torn up in the process, but you are able to yank it out of his hands and disarm him. Um, and I am going to say that even though he's not wounded, that's also going to give you a point of progress. So now it's R3, A2. Okay. And he is swordless now, so the position has been downgraded to risky. Okay. For At least for the moment. Uh, well, Arden flips his sword over in her hand and just kind of, like, smiles at him. Just like, you really couldn't see that one coming, huh? I think you've gotten a little soft in marriage. He wordlessly starts to go for another weapon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, um, then, yeah, in this case, she does just take like a like a broad, like overhead swing. You know. Oh shit! All right. Just like a like an arching like an arcing slash. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be a skirmish, then presumably. Yes, risky standard. Great. A uh, risky standard, let's okay. say, because the great was a for a one-time thing. Nope. Oh no. Nope. That's a failure. That's a failure. Um, <laughs> you are poised to lose this duel. Do Uh-oh. you want to push yourself or take a devil's bargain? Let's push ourselves because devil's footsteps. Oh yeah. Ah. Ah. I always forget I have. Oh, so that. to read for the for the viewers at home, uh, the, the devil's footsteps uh, benefit that Arden has is when you push yourself, choose one of the following additional benefits: perform a feat of athletics that verges on the superhuman, or maneuver to confuse your enemies so that they mistakenly attack each other. Which isn't a thing I could probably do, but you know it's okay. Um, I think that's what I'll do to grab one more dice, and we'll just see how that goes. Okay. I'm just going to roll fortune. Okay, five. Again. A mixed success. So, let's keep things interesting here. 
So what happens is you, uh, in pushing yourself, go for this overhead swing, right? And it's just, you put all your strength into the swing because you're about to finish this guy off. Um, he manages to, uh, in the time it takes you to to wind up the swing, mm-hmm. uh, gets a, like, a small, uh, a small sort of fencing dagger of some kind, like an actual parrying dagger yep. out of, like, a holster on his back. And he raises it in an attempt to deflect the sword blow and to go and to, you know, have you and to, you know, take care of you. Um, but the force of your strength is enough that it actually shatters the blade oh. and still clips him in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, but he do- but when but in doing so, he is he does actually pull away and such and you actually lose grip of his sword and it clatters to the ground. Um, so now I'm going to say it's R3, A3. Oh, yeah. So right at the right at the edge, uh, the position is back to being desperate mm-hmm. um, because you're both very on the cusp. And yeah, I think that's it. So he's going for a sword. Okay. Okay. Here's my pitch. Sure? Skirmish. Yes. Wait, no. Lurk is. Wait, sorry. Prowl is your best prowess move. I assume. Finesse and Prowl are both uh, my best move right now. Yeah. Okay. You can run away. (laughs) No. (laughs) You're a... No. Uh, It's it's cute that you think Arden's going to run away. (laughs) Uh, Totally not running away from this one. Um, This is... I mean, like, this is a a grudge. This is... True. Like, old-fashioned rivalry that, like... Would be a total disgrace to even run from. Um, gotcha. You know, like, they've been at each other's throats for years now. So, um, he's going for his sword on the ground. Arden still has her knife. I don't think she dropped it. I think she just switched over to the sword she managed to take from Roslyn, of course. But she still has, like, you know, a short sword. Like a little, like a small one. Um, yeah. I think the the way this is going to go is just this is it's A3 R3 so um, y'all are tight at the finish line d- about so Arden is just going to as he goes to make the like to get the grab of the sword Arden is going to just try and like stab down um onto him as he goes to actually grab the sword between them um yeah and I can't push myself because it would traumatize me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> take trauma if you want. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see. I, I, I haven't had anyone take trauma on rolls before, but my MO is that if you traumatize yourself pushing yourself on a roll, you at least get the action yeah. done before you black out. Cool. So let's roll that skirmish and then we'll see. So that's definitely desperate. Yep, this is going to be desperate. Uh, I guess standard. I don't really think it matters at this point. No. but. Oh my god! Yay! A success. So, uh, as Rosalind goes for the sword that is scatters to the ground, you uh, get in close. Uh, I think there's actually a thing where uh, I, I think Arden might actually like step on his hand as he grabs the sword and then drives the knife into his back. Yeah. God. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. I feel like it's it's something that's going to be relevant, probably, that I would rather ask you. Uh, did he die? 
Did you kill him? I don't... Hey, Arden, is your brother dead? <laughs> hey, Arden, did you, just kill, <laughs> did you just kill your twin brother and also, like, your sworn enemy? Um... I will tell you, it's less cathartic than you'd think. I, that's true. <laughs> um, God, that's it. She doesn't because of how much, like, Blondie is such a wreck. Like, there is... The briefest you moment act- where you she- actually, I think, aside from what you saw from the heist, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know Blondie's much of how much of a wreck Blondie is right now because you were barely with him mm-hmm. for but- like the re- last like you know. You did see that he hours. was a walking corpse, though. Yeah, she, so. yeah carried, after. she carried him out. He was cat- catatonic. Yeah. Well, okay, you'd know that at least, but you wouldn't know how he is currently. Yeah, I think. I'm not trying to push you in a direction. No, I'm just I trying know. to make sure that. I am. I, we're, all, we're all on the same page. <laughs> I don't think she kills him because this is complicated. I mean, this is, yeah, sworn enemy, but also twin brother. Um, and also, we need Thalia if we're going to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, twin brother, she does, even though Rosalind is the antithesis of everything she believes in, um, she does still care for her sister-in-law. And <laughs> <laughs> like more so than her idiot brother, uh, and so she does not. I mean, boy, she gets him like between, like in the back, between the ribs. He, I say, he's pretty stoic usually, but you hear him bark in pain practically as you drive that knife in. Yeah, and just you know, Arden just kind of like sinks it in deeper, and it's just like you are going to walk away from this. But if you ever come back here again, you won't get the same kind of mercy. And then she just tears it out and throws the sword aside and kicks his sword away and, like, staggers back and is, um, like, shaking and just, (laughs) for some reason decides to walk over and pick up the book she was supposed to get for Lizette. <laughs> just, just, just walk, like, going on autopilot right now. <laughs> and then just, like, sits on the edge of the building and is just, like, leave. Now. I have to try to unfuck this mess you've made. He kind of, he, like, staggers up just barely barely able to lift himself off the ground with the arm that hasn't been stabbed the other one's hanging like you busted up that shoulder really bad which you did mm-hmm. um and he just <coughs> laugh coughs a little bit he's like <laughs> good luck with that and he staggers back down the, the fire escape okay Thalia hey Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you've been hanging, so you've been hanging out at, you know, the the Kincliffe estate, as you do. You've got a couple a couple weeks at this point of some rough and tumble action behind you, and you managed to actually earn some good money off of it. Mm-hmm. And you're you're waiting at home for 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 Roslyn. You know, he usually gets back at you know, around like I don't know. A, Somewhere slightly, slightly later than dinner happens. Mm-hmm. He's always fashionably late to family dinner. Of course. Um, but you've been sitting here waiting, 
and waiting and waiting. And suddenly it's very late. And he's never he's never this late. Right. Okay. That bodes poorly. Um <sighs> have to like switch mindsets. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um appropriately considering. I know, right? Um well, Thalia is like constantly like looking at the clock and jittering her leg and I mean like you know, Rosalind is Rosalind and he <laughs> funny enough gets up to things that she has no idea about considering his whole position um and so she doesn't even would, wouldn't even know where to start looking but is in the process gets up and starts to like you know go find a jacket um go find shoes <laughs> and just think like okay well where can i start where can i go um i need to find him because something you hear off. your own voice in your head not a different one, but your own one, mm. uh, which you don't feel, which doesn't bother you at all, obviously. Mm. And it says, you know who you can ask. Yeah, I could ask that, couldn't I? It'd probably be a really expedient way to find him. I mean, it does, it does know everything. Okay. Um, yeah. Art, she, she, it's like almost like it isn't like a big moment of truth thing. She just kind of goes like, okay. And then gets herself put together and heads out to the burning tiger. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that simple. So... Ah, uh, good to we'll see you, Mrs. Shade. <laughs> so we're going to call that that whole collective thing uh, your shared character's first downtime. Yeah. Uh, just for just yeah. for sake of keeping things expedient. But yeah. Um. So let's get back to the top of the turn order, Blondie. Um, it's been I mean probably a couple of days getting rest and recovered, mm-hmm. and I mean you haven't seen Arden a bit. Uh, you're not sure if the whole uh lying about her endeavors thing worked out with with uh her girlfriend or whatever uh, after all but like she can at least come and tell you that she's not gonna be coming and doing stuff but whatever yeah you, you um... have other stuff to worry about frankly <laughs> mm. okay so that is maybe worrying but blondie also has his own things to worry about um i have been putting some thoughts into what i can do next um, I could, I can mark, uh, if I do training, I would be able to level up my playbook. Hmm. However, I like know for a fact that I'll be able to get experience to do that next time. Mm. And I do not know if I would be able to get enough to then get a second one. Um, so I, I feel all right with that. I'm going to be a little bit boring, and what I'm going to do is that I'm going to do healing, like, recovery a second time, and my logic is that even if I do not get another tick to fill things up, I mean, even if I do not, like, fill up another clock, I will be able to put in ticks 
to make it easier to heal next time. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, th- like, right now, like, you have a level 1 harm and a level 2 harm, but right now you don't have any penalties. Yeah. So you're already a lot better than you were last time, where you were basically an inch from death. Yeah, so I think he is just spending a lot of time, like, just doing physical therapy with uh, Flint, and um, maybe a little, like, emotional therapy <laughs> in the form of just, like, rambling to someone who isn't equipped to deal with it. <laughs> like, not to underestimate Flint, but... <laughs> I like the sound of it. Yeah, um, go ahead and give me your healing. Okay. And I'm just gonna roll those three. And, oh, there's a five there, so that is two ticks? I believe so. Okay. Um, you can also, as usual, spend a coin to increase the tier, but... I'm go. I'm totally fine with what I have. Maybe this will turn out to... Be, you know what? I... I am going to do that. <laughs> I want to... I want to be fresh going into the next one. Right. Alright, sounds good. Uh, your stinging cut is gone, and your neuropathy has been oh. downgraded to finger tingles. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, before we move on, are there anything else that you wanted to spend coin, which you currently don't have, but could cash out, or crew rep to do? Not really. Um, though I did... I guess I do I want will, to, like... I will collectively remind you all, also, mm-hmm. you have, you have currently have passage for one person onto the train. You will have next downtime as well, right. but you currently right. have passage for one person onto the train. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I, I, I don't want to do like an entire like role-playing thing over it, but I did want to just disclose, because this is something I've been thinking of a bunch, what he has been like talking about to Flint. Oh, and yeah. you can tell yes. me whether or not Flint has any idea what to say about that. Yeah, I've been really thinking, so, like, so Flint, I heard uh, that you're... Your ex is dead. Yeah, um, and basically what he says is, um, I think it takes him, I would do this in character, but I feel like it would take him a lot longer to articulate anything that I've actually had. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically what it comes down to is, so, so for a while, Mercy has been, like, one of Blondie's greatest, like, enemies. She, aside from everything else, like, got the club killed and everything. Yeah, um, that did happen. Um, and that's even, uh, you know, ignoring the stuff that had come earlier. And he's normally very pragmatic about just like, okay, if someone is like, you know, giving me trouble, I take them out. Um, but he, like, was never really, like, ready to do that with her before. Um, sort of for the reason, and he takes a while trying to, like, just work out why that is, and it sort of comes down to, like, the fact that she was still all, like, well, for a couple of, so the fact that she was all, like, weird about trying to kill him, like, (laughs) acting like they were still friends or even lovers sometimes, um, basically the idea was that, like, if he, like, killed someone who he had, like, been in a romantic relationship with, like, yeah. that would not only be, like, bad, like, you know, that would feel bad, and also if it didn't feel bad, then maybe that meant he was like her. Oh, yeah. 
which would be just bad considering uh, her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> considering so now, gestures at mercy. <laughs> yeah, so he's just sort of been processing a lot of that and every now and then mm-hmm. like saying something like do you think i'm a good person and then like <laughs> which is you know it's yeah flint's, flint's like scratching the back of his head and thinking about like all the people he saw blondie murder with a broadsword yeah like. <laughs> uh, blondie i think that being good is a complicated thing that is influenced a lot by our environment and ideology but we are criminals uh, mm. and you had a knife fight with another criminal and you wound up killing that criminal so look, I don't want you to feel bad about yourself but I don't I don't believe that I am the person to ask All I'm right. sorry alright felt you have it, helped me a lot already, this making me able to walk again. Um, oh, good. Aww. Don't worry about the rest. It's okay. Um, I, um, I'm fairly worried, but it's okay. I will, like uh, Flint will lightly pat him on the shoulder. It's like I, I will be here for you. Good. Yes, I appreciate that, and don't worry. I've figured it out. I'm just not going to think about it. <laughs> no. No, Blondie. That's, that's, um, you're, you're that's the, a bad you're idea. The, look, look how about... Look, come back, think about it. Like, make effort to think about it. Come back and talk to me again. Like, in a week, maybe. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that sounds That sounds like a plan. Blondie's just that that John Mulaney bit. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to bottle it up. And I'm going to put it deep inside. And then someday I'll, I'll die. die. <laughs> and Flint is like, God, why not just drink? <laughs> drink at a I, I drink, and then eventually problems are no longer there, or they are different problems. <laughs> Blondie bottles up, Flint bottles out. Bottles yep. out. Wild speaking, out. Speaking of Flint bottling out, Flint, what are you going to do for your downtime? For your downtime? Um, you are currently. A uh, fit as a fiddle and completely stressed the hell out. <laughs> yeah, so I figure he's like feeling great, partially because of all the medicine he's been taking, and he's still just like wrapped up in bandages like around his chest and thigh and like hand. The hand I got a hole put in it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go play some fucking poker. Hell yeah. Um. So, uh, you are going to indulge your vice at your absolutely uh, at at. Well, actually, you said, uh, oh, yeah, you know what? It's poker this time at the snail's pace. Uh, yeah, TikTok it is. Tim continues to be upset that you are bringing your own money, but he. Uh, I'm bringing no money this time. Oh, this you did bring too. money this time. Oh, oh no, okay. I'm gonna, I've, I've got one coin left. I'm probably going to spend that on another action to try and secure an asset. So I'm just going to just like I mean, you know, you roll these bones don't t- and see what happens. Yeah, you know, just roll them bones and see what happens. <laughs> Which is what, 2d6? How's this work? Uh, I believe. I forget. Vice is a specific role, but hold on, I can. Oh if, lord, where I put things? I remember. I think, there's, I think you just like... click the indulge vice button on your sheet, but I feel like it, I always remember it giving a zero zero dice yeah. for some reason. I think I remember the rules being something like it's like your lowest like stat, which is one for all of us, I think, because we haven't been diversifying our portfolios. <laughs> right, it's like the lowest of the like the le- like the one you use to resist. So. 
in my case, or, it would be well, resolved. I mean, for the, for I, the way I've been going about it is just saying roll a fortune, and it's, you know, that, that's fine, I think. I believe it's okay. how I've been doing it on there. Oh! Hey. Hot damn! You go in with just a little bit of cash, just a teensy tiny bit, just a, just enough to make TikTok Tim nervous that you've <laughs> finally outgrown him, and you proceed to make out like a fucking bandit. Oh like, my god. The suckers like, galore. Everyone is just coming into the bar, into, into, into the snail space that night to get completely played out of all their money by the like, one and only. Flint is hopped up on goofballs and he is, he's just fucking face down like multiple imperial assassins. His poker face is fucking on point. Oh God, that's so true. Now, between all the alcohol you bought and also resolving your still standing debt to TikTok Tim, you don't actually come home with much more money than you left, but you let, you technically came home with more money than you left so, so. And that means i uh i clear out six stress right yep hot damn down to two okay oh that's so much better yep. damn yeah feeling yeah. fine all right is there anything else except for my downtime that would cost coin or crew <laughs> uh yeah flint's gonna spend the last coin i got without taking stuff out of stash and i'm gonna spend an action on uh procure asset i'm gonna all try right. to i'm gonna, so that's going I'm gonna to be- Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm going to uh, use some of my like. I'm going to tr- basically, I'm going to sort of like Ira. I'm going to try to find some train workers, except I'm going to try to you know use solidarity and like scuffling underground in like connections to try to get access to train. Go- maybe hiding out on it, someone who will like put me in with the luggage. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to be crew. Uh, you roll crew tiers. So I think it's just a flat one d six. Also. Okay. Oh. That's a one. Considerably worse than uh, gambling. Highs oh, and well. lows, baby. Highs and lows. Well, as as usual, what I'll say is you uh, make your efforts to you know try and get uh, train workers radicalized. Uh, Spread some I money believe, around. Help me out. I believe the issue that you run into is that the rail workers are already in a union, but it is generally also like the the I think the union itself tends to be a bit uh, xenophobic. So the the uh, sort damn. of the Scovlin deal does not go over super well. And but you eventually manage to convince someone by plying them with uh one of the with some of your spare alcohol uh to to you know give you uh to help you get in. Uh, easy, and you secure an extra person's worth of passage. Oh wow! For okay, yeah. Well, how I've been going about it is basically like uh, the I basically oh I rolled bad, so a, it's only one person. I a fails one person, that. a mix would be more than that, and a success would be even more than that. But so far, it's been two failures. And the way I think about it is, if you get more than that, you could theoretically bring along cronies or something. Sounds good. Good gracious, this train is airtight. <laughs> Where's solidarity when you need it? <laughs> Yeah, so I guess the thing about the train, too, uh, I guess it's, well, I didn't count this as a little bit of information gathering, I guess, as well, is that it's like, while normally passenger trains aren't, like, hugely secure, Tykerosi is very far away, uh, to the extent that, like, the train that goes there and back only does so, like, once a month. Mm. So that also means it's like, hey, we're shipping cargo to Tykeros. Uh, we're shipping this or that. And so the train, because it has to be both like a commercial train and a passenger train, tends to be kind of more uh, tightly wound. Mm. Yep. Uh, tickets are pretty expensive. Security's uh, much better, so on and so forth. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, having done that, let's move on to Silver. 
aka Ira. Okay. I, I said Era and not Ira. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, what are you doing with your second time? Ira is an era of, anyways. Um, I think. Okay, so I have two ideas. So here's the thing. I only have two level one harms. Looking at the other people that have been playing this game longer than me, do you guys think that, that I should clear out my harms? Yes. Or do you think that I should just um, see what else I can do in the ways of acquiring an asset or trying to make the, the cool rock that knows everything become a business partner with oh. me, an information broker? <laughs> well, since since you have one harm filled, that's going to make every roll you do less effective. Yeah, basically. Um, okay, so, so I should um, probably heal right now. Uh, yes. We'll keep. We'll we'll save that reckless, uh, self-serving uh, side project for later. <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, I'm the doctor, so I say everybody should get patched up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess I will do a healing check. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what you roll for that. Uh, I think you just click a button. I pressed healing, and now it says number of dice. One. <coughs> uh, I believe you get at least oh, two, at least yeah. two because of uh, Flint's uh, oh, upgrade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then oh yeah, and Blondie gets three because Blondie has his own upgrade. I think. But... Okay. So two. Submit. There's a two four. and a four. Yeah, mixed success. Um, so that would normally uh, heal up half of that progress clock. Uh, as usual, I'm willing to just sort of say, if you want to go ahead and spend the coin, we can just call that whatever and fill it up. Oh. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, I will spend the coin and fill it up and clear out my harm. So I no yeah. longer have the needles in And, and that's just flavored, is you decide to go and... Spend a bunch of money on a bunch of really nice healing stuff so that you can get back into shape uh, yeah. a bit quicker. Um, and yeah. And so now the back wound needles are just gone. You don't yeah. have any of those. Good. Cool. All right. Neat. I would like it if I could. There we go. Okay. There we go. All right. So I guess that's my downtime because I don't really have. Unless I took out. Some you you of get my to take stash, out both of them. I wouldn't have that. Also. And I'm really excited because I get my first line of stash at the end of this downtime. Yay! So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Huh. You're gonna do a line of stash. <laughs> um and <Nope. laughs> last last but not least. Last but not least, Thalia. Hey. You've made your way to the hideout, mm-hmm. as usual. And uh as you walk in. Uh, the Azure Rose says, Hello, Thalia. It's good to see you again. I had a feeling you knew I was going to walk in. I mean, I knew you were on the way. Mm. I can I can tell. Well, you need to tell me where my husband is now. Of course. But, and then do you feel a presence, a sort of nebulous one, uh, uncomfortably close, and it says... Of course, there is a matter of how you're going to pay for that information. It doesn't matter. What do you want? I think we can leave the episode there. (laughs) (laughs) Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. 
we would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trashy May. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.